0: You're listening to the Grace Family Church podcast. Notes for today's sermon are available by downloading the GFC Florida app. Well, hey, Grace Family Church, man, it's so good to be here. Hey, my name is Mike, and I am the campus pastor of our South Tampa location. And uh, you know, one of my roles here at Grace is I have the opportunity to work with uh, some of the different campuses. But can we just right now? Can we give it up for your campus pastor, whatever campus you're at? Come on, let's get out of your campus pastors. Hey, I wanna start off today and I wanna ask you a question. And here's the question. When is the last time that you did something for the first time that maybe now you do all the time? When's the last time you did something for the first time that maybe you or someone else does all the time? Like for example, do you remember the first time you walked into Starbucks like it's so normal now, but you remember the first time and you walked in thinking, okay, it's a coffee shop, but I don't get it. And they have tall and they had grande and venti and you kind of had to say the right thing and they correct you if you didn't. And they had caramel macchiatos, come on, a uh, white chocolate mocha frappuccino, like they, you know, they had all of these drinks and it was all like this new experience. And it was amazing. But honestly, that first time, you remember how uncomfortable it was? Yeah, for me, I remember the first time I, uh, I got a massage. Like, do you remember that? And I walked into the room and I walked into this darkly lit room and this lady says, hey, I'm gonna leave and you get undressed to your level of comfort, get under the sheet and I'll come in for a massage. And I thought, I'm already undressed to my level of comfort if you're gonna give me a massage because I will be less comfortable if I take any clothes off and then you come back here and touch my body. So I'm good, this is it. Like, actually, do you have a jacket? Can I put a jacket on? That's, but do you remember the first time you went in? You're like, what do I do and what happens? Uh, this past August was my birthday and my wife asked me, hey, what do you wanna do for your birthday? And I said, you know what? You choose, I don't even care. And, and she said, okay, I got a surprise. So we got in the car and we pulled up and she took me to go get a pedicure. Now, for me, I've never gotten a pedicure and I don't know why I'm like, it's a girl thing. It's not really a guy thing. But she said, I think you're really gonna enjoy it. And honestly, I did enjoy the experience. But she said, what you're gonna love the most is at the end, at the end, they give you a foot and a calf massage. And so I'm sitting in the seat and she's sitting next to me and this lady who's been doing the pedicure deal starts massaging my calf. And, and, and I've never had a woman outside of my wife massage my cats before. And she didn't even do it very much, believe it or not. And so I'm sitting there and I'm sitting there and here was the quandary. It wasn't that she was massaging my cat, none of that. It was, I didn't know where to look because I felt like as she massaged my legs, looking her in the eye felt a little more intimate than I wanted it to be, right? Anybody else? And again, there was nothing wrong with it and the feet. And so she was talking to me the whole time and I was like looking up and answering questions and doing that. Again, none of those things are wrong. They're just a little bit uncomfortable. Well, over the next two weeks, we're gonna talk about a, a topic, honestly, that is, it's there's nothing wrong with it. In fact, it's incredible. But for some of us who grew up in church, maybe you're new to church, it honestly, it's just a little bit uncomfortable. And our goal is, and our hope is over the next two weeks, that you get to a level of comfort because we're gonna talk about the Holy Spirit. We're gonna talk about the Holy Spirit, Because for a lot of us, we don't really know about him or we heard some things growing up or we had some awkward experiences at different times and we have an aunt who talks about him all the time and it seems like, man, I don't know if I want any of that. You have different people in your life that do that, but I believe, and listen, this is why we're doing this, is because we believe that if you tap into and you engage with the Holy Spirit and you build a relationship with him, there's a whole different level to your faith if you're not doing that right now that you can tap into. Listen, it's a whole different level. Anyone ever go sailing before? Okay, I had a friend who made a sailboat by himself and took me out on the maiden voyage. And we took this sailboat, again, it wasn't very big. We rode out, because again, he made it himself, so no motor, we rode out. He put up the sail and no wind. And we just sat in the Gulf of Mexico, just sitting there. If you try to live your Christian life without the Holy Spirit, it's like going sailing with no wind. You can't. And so for us, we want you to be able to access the wind and actually allow the Holy Spirit to be a significant part of your Christian walk. And if you don't do it, the walk that you're living is gonna be tougher. Yeah. And so we want you to engage. And so we hope, here's my hope, that you lean in. I don't know what that looks like for you. I don't know what your path with the Holy Spirit looks like. I don't know what your experience is. My hope is this weekend that you'll lean in and next week you'll lean in. Because, and this is why it's important, because there's a study done by a guy named George Barna, who said that 58% of Christians don't even believe that the Holy Spirit is a living force. He's not a force, he's a person, but they don't even think he's like, he's actually real. They think he's a symbol of God's power. Like the Holy Spirit's a symbol. And if you're stuck believing that the Holy Spirit is it's just a symbol, I'm telling you, then, then, then I believe that you're gonna miss so much of your walk with Jesus. In fact, Jesus says this and this verse, I hope this verse sticks with you. He says, very truly I tell you, it is for your good that I'm going away. Unless I go away, the advocate, talking about the Holy Spirit, will not come to you, but if I go, I will send him to you. Here's what he's saying. It is good for you that I'm going away. What Jesus says to his disciples and what Jesus says to you and me is that it is better for us to have the Holy Spirit living in us than having Jesus walk next to us. I'm mean, think about that. He said, it's better that I go away. It is good for you. In fact, your walk with him is better with the Holy Spirit living with you. And if he says that, I'm telling you, I hope that has us as Christ followers lean in and engage. And I hope if you're not a Christ follower today and you're listening or you're watching online, I hope you lean in because when Jesus talks about this, I think it's so important for us to pay attention. So over the next few weeks, what we're gonna do is we're gonna talk about the Holy Spirit. We're gonna talk about who he is. We're gonna talk about what he does. And then next week, Pastor Ralph is gonna talk about how we have a relationship with him, okay? And then on November 2nd, and this is this is big. If, you're, if, this, if you feel like God is like drawing you and firing you up on November 2nd, we are having a Holy Spirit class to go even deeper than this. You can text the word connect to 81313 to get more information, but I'd encourage you to lean in over the next few weeks to learn more and engage with the Holy Spirit. So this week we're talking about who he is and uh, and what he does, okay? So who he is. Now, for some of us, who the Holy Spirit is, it can be a little bit confusing because honestly, when you look in the Bible at who he is, like I actually went through and listed out like everything that the Bible says he is. He's a spirit of the sun, spirit of the Lord, spirit of wisdom, um, spirit of judgment, a spirit of burning. You're like, what spirit of burning? I'm not real sure about that one. Um, he's a good spirit. Okay, he's the free spirit. I like that one, that's good. But there, there's a lot of these things that list out who the Holy Spirit actually is. So when you're reading through the Bible, trying to figure it out, you're like, okay, so trying to get a grasp of who he is at times can be a little confusing. So what I wanna do is I wanna make it very, very simple. Okay, who is the Holy Spirit? He's God, he's God. We serve, a, it's, 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 we serve a Godhead. Our God is made up of three parts. It is God, the Father, God, the Son, and God, the Holy Spirit. It's not God, the one who's in charge, and then God, like his son, Jesus, who kind of does what he wants, and then God, that's not what it is. God is made up of three parts. And if you've been in church for a while, you've heard people explain this or try to illustrate it. One of the illustrations I've heard is the, they use water. They say there's liquid form, there's ice form, there's steam form. All three are water, they're just in different forms. I've heard the egg illustration. You got the shell, you got the yolk, you got the white. They're all egg all at one time, An apple kind of the same way. But I think one of the best illustrations we can use when talking about who God is, is really looking at ourselves because we are body, we are soul, and we are spirit. And, and in Genesis, when, when, when God was making mankind, he said, let us make mankind in our image. He made us with a body, soul, and spirit because that's who he He is made up of three parts to a degree that we really can't even fully understand as humans, but that's the way he made us. The Holy Spirit is as much God as the Father is and as much God as the Son is. And so if you're wondering who he is and what this is, and, and my hope would be, that if you feel comfortable with Jesus, if you feel comfortable talking about God, that you also would feel comfortable with the Holy Spirit because he is a part, uh, he is a part of the Godhead, okay? So he is God, that's who he is. Now, all of those scriptures that I showed you, they are gonna be on the app. I'm not gonna, don't worry this weekend, we're not covering all of that. So, so but you can go on the app. And if you wanna study and go deeper, you can do that. So the Holy Spirit is God. The, 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 now, what is, or what does he do? Oh, no, yeah, leave that on there, that's good. The Holy Spirit is a person to know, not a principle to learn. Okay, this is good. He's, he's a person to know. The Holy Spirit has a desire to be in relationship with you. Like he actually wants to connect with you. He's not just something to learn about and not this mystical thing out there. He actually wants to be in community with you and know you on a deep level. He wants to speak to you. He wants you to speak to him. And next week, Pastor Ralph's gonna hit about how we do that and some of that. But I'm telling you, he wants to be connected to you. He is a person to know, not a principle to learn. Okay, so that's who he is. Now, what he does. Now, the same thing on this. The list of what he does it's absolutely, like, like it's incredible. And again, this is all on the app, but there's too much to go through and too much to see. And honestly, there were over 30 names of the Holy Spirit and there are over 50 things that he does. We're not gonna get through them, but there are over 50 things of what he does on the earth. But let me just simplify what he does on the earth. Um, s- simply what he does is that God is the father and he's the provider. Jesus, or God, the son, Jesus, he's the savior. Jesus came to the earth and died on a cross and was raised again, and he took your sin to the cross. And when you put your faith in Jesus, he takes all of your past and all of your mess and all of your stuff, and he takes that to the cross with him so that you are washed clean of your sin. And then he sends the Holy Spirit, who is the helper, he's your helper. Jesus sent the Holy Spirit. To help you. In fact, that word helper is, uh, it's, it's actually a Greek word, parakletos. Parakletos, is that the next one? Oh, okay, parakletos. It says, it says, called to one's aid is a lawyer. Called to one's aid is a lawyer. That, that the Holy Spirit is there to, to like work with you and to help you throughout your life as if like a lawyer would help you navigate through different things in your life. He has sent him to be a helper. So what we're gonna do is, for the rest of our time, is we're gonna look at four ways that the Holy Spirit helps you and the Holy Spirit helps us navigate our life. All right, sound good, everybody? Yeah, come on. All right, the first way is, is that he counsels us. He counsels us. It says, but when, when he, the Spirit of truth, the Holy Spirit comes, he will guide you into all truth. He will not speak on his own. He will speak only what he hears and he will tell you uh, what is yet to come, He guides us into all truth. Um, one of the things I thought of when I was thinking about the idea that the Holy Spirit works to guide us all truth is a couple years ago, I got these AirPods. I don't know if anybody else has AirPods, but the thing I love about them is they don't have any, any, any cord to them and you put them in your ear and you can listen to music. But honestly, my favorite thing about them is as you go, you can actually talk on the phone with them. And so I'll take these AirPods and I'll put them in and I'll walk around, I'll walk my dog, I'll go to stores, but I'll talk on the phone and use them on the phone. And uh, a lot of times I would talk to my mom. And I remember I went to Lowe's one time and I I went in um, and I didn't know exactly how to fix a project that I was working on. And I found a guy that worked at Lowe's and I asked him, I said, hey, can you help me? And I said, I need help. And I was on the phone with my mom at the time and I asked him how to work on a project. And then he kind of told me and helped a lot. And then as a joke, I said, thank you so much for helping me. My mom growing up never taught me how to do any of this. And she, she starts screaming in my ear, no, don't listen to him, I showed him out. Like she, you know, trying to fight through that. But, I, but as I was thinking about how he counsels us, I was thinking about this, that when you put your trust in Jesus and he sends the Holy Spirit, it is as if you put AirPods in your ears. It is as if the Holy Spirit begins, he dwells inside of you and he becomes your guide who speaks to you, who guides you, who leads you. And this is what he does. And it says, he leads you, I love this. He leads you to all truth. He leads you to all truth. The job of the Holy Spirit is he is in your ear is he is getting you to go towards the truth and going towards um, uh, what you need to do. Now, the problem with this is, is that we have an enemy, Satan, who is consistently working to get us off track, who is consistently getting us, trying to get us to believe a lie. And if he can get us to believe a lie, we'll just change a little bit. And the Holy Spirit is pulling you towards truth. The, the enemy, the Satan is trying to get you in a lie. And I believe one of the biggest moves of the devil right now is he's trying to get you to believe a lie about yourself. He's trying to get you to believe a lie. Uh, dads, that your voice in the life of your kids doesn't matter. And you can leave them alone, you can go on, you can start a new family and those kids don't need you anymore. Teenagers, he's trying to get you to believe a lie. He's trying to get you to believe that he didn't make you on purpose for a purpose and he didn't make you right. And so now as a teenager, you get to choose what right is and who you are and you get to choose your identity because obviously God doesn't know what he's doing and God messed up. He's trying to get you to believe that you don't need to forgive people because your thing is big enough and it doesn't need to be forgiven that he wants you to believe that lie. But the Holy Spirit works to guide you to all truth. And dads, your voice matters in the life of kids. Teenagers, God did make you on purpose for a purpose, and he didn't mess up when he made you, and he knew what he was doing when he was making you, and the world was telling you, you could choose whatever you want, but God says, you were made in his image, and he made you on purpose. Come on. And yes, you have things that, listen, it was bad, but God's forgiveness, there's freedom in forgiveness. The Holy Spirit is leading us towards the truth, he's leading us towards the truth. And he wants to move us in that direction. And we have the enemy pulling us in the other direction. The other problem with this, to be honest with you, is, but how do I hear him? As he's counseling, he's leading me all truth. Like, how do I hear when God does this? And here's what I would say. There's, there's a verse in James that says that if you draw near to God, he'll do what? He will draw near to you. So you know how you do it? You get in his word, and we talk about this all the time, reading his word so that you know the truth, so that when you have moments that come up and situations that happen, that he will bring the truth to light. He will lead you to all truth. When you face certain things, you can do that. And then you pray, and then in prayer, here's, here's such a huge key, listen, listen, because he's speaking, he's speaking. When you're meeting with someone, when you're fighting with your spouse, when your kids mess up, when somebody at work does something you don't like, you gotta have the conversation, but just listen. The Holy Spirit wants to speak to you. He wants to guide you. He wants to lead you. He wants to direct you because he is leading you towards the truth. He's a counselor. He wants to counsel you. The second thing he does is he comforts us. He comforts us. He says he comforts us in all our troubles so that we can comfort those in any trouble with the comfort we ourselves receive from God. He comforts us in all of our troubles, and I don't know, I, I, I can imagine across all of our campuses, with as many people as we're gonna be here this weekend, some of us, we walked in with some stuff. And it's tough, man. And life hits you hard. And maybe it was recent, or maybe it's not, or maybe you just feel like every time you, every time you get off the mat, you get knocked down again. You are not alone. And I believe what the Holy Spirit wants to speak to you this weekend is, he is with you. You feel like you're alone, you're not alone. In all your troubles, there there is nothing you're going through right now that will move God away from you. He's there for you. And and the reason why, and he's gonna walk you through whatever you're in, so that we can comfort those in any trouble. One of the reasons why he walks you through what you're going through is because, listen, God has a plan for your pain. God has a ministry wrapped up in your pain. God will use the platform of your pain to do ministry. A lot of times your purpose is actually wrapped up in your pain and God is gonna comfort you and the Holy Spirit wants to comfort you because as you are comforted, you will be able to use the troubles that you've experienced and the pain you've experienced and the things that you've gone through so that you can comfort those in any trouble that you've also been through. So I don't know what you've been through. And and let me say this, for some of us, for some of us, this isn't all of us, but for some of us, you have been wrapped in your pain too long. You've been caught in it and it's got you stuck. And it happened a long time ago. And if we were to have coffee and say, Mike, but you don't understand, you're right, I would agree with you, but I believe that God has a plan for you and the Holy Spirit has a purpose for you. And until you can release those things and allow forgiveness to come and healing to come and allow the Holy Spirit's comfort to come, he's, it's keeping you from the purpose that God has for you. So allow his comfort, allow his comfort because he wants to redeem your pain to help others. So he comforts us. The third thing he does, he convicts us, he convicts us. This is the fun one, okay, this is the fun one. When he comes, he will prove the world to be in the wrong about sin and righteousness and judgment. The Holy Spirit's job in our life is to prove to us the wrongness of our sin. Okay, and here's what this looks like because as, as when you decide to start following Jesus, it's not like everything immediately has to shift. Everything has to change and if you don't fit in, you're out. Okay, that's, that's not how it, how it works. There's a process of sanctification. Here's how it works. Here's where the Holy Spirit is. Here's where you are. As you walk through your Christian life, the Holy Spirit says, hey, it's time to raise the bar. Now, what, was sin to, what wasn't sin to you, now it is. When I first got saved, I smoked cigarettes, I drank, I did all kinds of stuff, and immediately I didn't shift. But there were moments when I felt like the Holy Spirit said, hey, no longer. And it was my responsibility to align my life with the bar that he raised. That he said, no longer, here. No, no. like he's working on some things with me right now, to be honest with you, about the music I listen to. Like he's been working on this for a while. Like, hey, a little bit more, a little bit more. And honestly, I'm like, oh God, I don't wanna, like the, I'll just tell you, the way I, w- I was raised on like gangster rap music. I love it. I just want you to know that is my number one, like gangster rap and worship are right there. And God is working, God is working some things out in me. And honestly, it's hard because you're going, hey, that was okay. There's some music you can't listen to anymore. And, and when the Holy Spirit raised the bar, listen to this, this is huge. When the Holy Spirit raised the bar, now as he raised the bar, what do you call this? Call it sin. He's proving to you about sin. Going, hey, that was okay before, young adult. You, you used to be able to go out and sleep around. You didn't feel bad about it. The bar is being raised. You used to be able to look at porn on the internet and it wasn't a big deal, the bar's being raised. You used to be able to treat the opposite sex any way you wanted to treat them, the bar's being raised. You used to be able to talk to your husband any way you wanted to, but the bar's being raised. And God is calling us to live our lives at the bar and above the bar, not below the bar. And for some of us, we're sitting in a place in our spiritual lives and we can't figure out why we feel like we're not moving anywhere, why we're not growing, and where is God? And I believe for some of us, it's because the Holy Spirit at one point said to us, I am raising the bar and you haven't met him yet. The wages of sin is what? It's death. Do you feel like you're dying spiritually? Okay, where has he raised the bar? Where have you not met him? Where have you not met him? Come on, this weekend, I believe the Holy Spirit. You didn't just come to hear a teaching about the Holy Spirit. You came so that the Holy Spirit could change your life. Okay? Where is the Holy Spirit raising the bar in your life? It used to be okay. It's not okay anymore. Everyone else is doing it, but everyone else is doing it. That's a terrible excuse. He's raising the bar. Where is he raising the bar in your life? Come on, where's that thing? And the great thing about this is I don't even have to tell you because the Holy Spirit came and dwells inside of you. And if you're a Christ follower, he lives in you and he will tell you, and you already know. And my hope is across all of our campuses this weekend, that you wouldn't leave until you dealt with that. Until you decided, I'm gonna change my life and I'm gonna meet him where I'm at to walk with him because he is proving to the world about our sin. And then the fourth thing, how he helps us is that he covers us, he covers us. Um, but you will receive, you receive what? you receive power. When the Holy Spirit has come upon you and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem, all Judea, all Samaria, and to the ends of the earth. This past week, um, I led a trip from Grace Family Church. We went to Ecuador. We worked with an organization called One Hope. Um, now, the, the great thing about going on a trip like this is you get to go into a foreign country, do ministry, and it's incredible, um, but I don't speak Spanish. I speak Paquito espanol, but no mas, that's it. So I don't speak a lot of Spanish. So one day I get the idea of, there's, there's we're staying in the main city, the, the, the capital city is called Quito, and I'm staying there, and a couple blocks away, there's a coffee shop. And I think to myself, I want coffee. Somebody else wanted coffee. I said, don't worry, I'll go get us coffee. And so I walked to the coffee shop on my own and I walk in the coffee shop. And as soon as I walk in the coffee shop, I realize, what are you gonna do? You don't speak Spanish. Like what's going on? And I walk up to the thing and she asked me a question. I don't know what she said. And I said, "Uh, un cappuccino y un macchiato caramel? because I don't know what caramel is in Spanish. I I saw macchiato, but I don't know what caramel is. Actually, it is like caramel or something like that in Spanish, but I didn't know that. I'm like, caramel? Then she asked me a question and I said, Un cappuccino y un macchiato caramel, because I don't know Spanish. And I'm like, maybe if I just keep saying it, it's gonna do something. She's gonna realize either he's slow or he doesn't speak the language. Either way, I just want a cappuccino and a caramel macchiato. That's what I want as I go through it. And so so she asked me another question, and I just said, no se. Like, I don't know what you're asking me, because I don't. And then she said, to go? Yes, yes, to go, yes. See, 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 yeah, 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 I, I understand. Compreende, like I, like I get that. Um, she went through that. Well, for me, that was the only time I had an issue, and you know why? Because everywhere where else I went, <laughs> I had a translator, okay? If, when you decide that you're gonna go and try to live your life without the Holy Spirit as you go through the Christian walk, it's like going into a country where you don't speak the language without a translator. Okay? And, and there are moments in time, and I believe this, that God will call you to do something. And may, maybe it's something basic. Maybe it's he is calling you to live the way he has called you to live at work in a way that people will look on the way you work and see him. And maybe he's calling you to be a dad and step up and move to the next level. Maybe he's saying, hey, your marriage is a mess right now, but it's time to get it right. Maybe he's calling you to serve and you need to jump in at one of the campuses or go to a serve Saturday. Maybe he's calling you to a mission trip. Maybe he's calling you to give, but you're looking at what he's calling you to do saying, God, I can only take it this far. And you're asking me to come all the way over here. I don't have what it takes to get where you're calling me to go. He doesn't even expect you to because you will receive Power. power. And what he's calling you to do is beyond what you can do. That's the point, okay? He doesn't call us to do what we can do. He calls us to do everything we can do, and then when we can't do anything else, we trust that he is going to bring the power. In 2 Corinthians, it says, it says in your weakness, my power is made perfect. When you get to a place and you say, I don't know how I can be that type of dad. I don't know how I can be that type of young adult. I don't know how I can date the way God calls me to date. I don't know how I can move away from the alcohol that I've had in my life. I don't know how to live in a way that I need to live. When you have those moments of, I don't know how I can do it. That is where the Holy Spirit shines, where he steps in, where he gives power. And he says, you can't get there on your own. But good news, because that's what he does in our lives. And so here's the question, where's the gap between where you are and what God is calling you to do? I believe this weekend, he wants you to get wherever you can be and say, God, now, Holy Spirit, I trust you. I trust you. And what we're gonna do now is, you know, cause you came and. We're hearing a teaching about the Holy Spirit. My hope is this weekend, we wouldn't just hear a teaching, we would have an experience and he would meet us where we're at. And I I don't know what, like, I don't know which one of these things stood out to you. I don't know if you need counsel, like, you need him to lead you back to the truth and you've been been believing some lies and you need him to speak to you this weekend. I don't know if you need his comfort and you came in and you're struggling or you, you feel like the bar has been raised and he's been convicting you. And, and today is a moment of decision to change that. Or maybe you feel like he's calling you to do something that's beyond what you can do and you need his strength. But the band's gonna come out all of our campuses and we're gonna sing this song. And I believe as we sing the song, we're not just gonna sing a song. I believe this is what we gotta do. We're gonna invite the Holy Spirit to come in and to meet us where we're at. that we would have to experience with him. So come on across all of our campuses, let's stand up. And Father, right now, we want to experience you. We wanna experience your power. God, we can't do this on our own. We need you, we need you, we need you. And Holy Spirit, you live inside of us. Lord, we know you can speak, we know you can move. If you can give us the power to follow you. And so right now we pray you would speak to our hearts as we sing the song that God, we would experience you. Thank you Holy Spirit for moving and drawing us to you. Come on, let's all our campuses, let's worship together. Thank you for listening to the Grace Family Church podcast. For more info, check out gfcflorida.com or connect with us by texting the word CONNECT to 81313. We look forward to meeting you at one of our locations soon.